Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Content and Cafecito podcast. I am your host, Kathy Keaton. Y'all, happy Wednesday, okay? Happy Wellness Wednesday. Uh, If you are in the tri-state area, it has been a very muggy, rainy week. Um, I don't know why I like to start off with the weather, but that's just how I work, so just go with it. (laughs) I have my water here. If you can hear it, um, I had my bodega cafecito this morning. It was very light and sweet, just how I like it. I also had a bacon, egg, and cheese. I was in my New York like vibe today, and I was here for it. I was living for it, um, but I have a couple of things to update you guys on. So if you have noticed me on my stories for and my page for the past few days, you know that I am sporting you know, this cute little blue brace on my arm and that's because i have a beautiful thing called carpal tunnel officially <laughs> i went to the um let's let for, to backtrack for a minute you know that I, I am a office worker right so you know that i'm always on the computer i run a business from my phone i'm always on the computer so i'm always like doing something on the computer and this is a disclaimer not even a disclaimer like this is a psa for all of you all of you people who work on the computer, my fellow office workers, my fellow computer workers, admin workers, anything that you are, if you work on a computer, please make sure that you um, do not follow my example and make sure that you request some type of ergonomic um, type of workstation for you because this is so painful. So I was experiencing pain in my wrist for some time and I just thought that I had maybe slept the wrong way because the way that I sleep, child, (laughs) you would think that I was like a pretzel. Like I sleep in such weird positions, but I just sleep in the way that I get comfortable. It's usually like on my stomach with like my hands tucked under my pillow. It's very strange, but that's the way that I feel comfortable. So that's the way that I've been sleeping. And so I just thought like, okay, like also... My dog, um, Ali, he is 36 pounds. So, you know, he's not a little lightweight anymore. So whenever we're walk, when I'm walking him and sometimes he'll get like excited and like yank the leash, like he had yanked my shoulder out of place um, like a month ago. And so I was just like, bro, like, Ali, you're killing me. <laughs> you trying to kill your mom? What's going on? Um, but. I thought that the wrist problem was like part of that, right? I thought I was like, okay, whatever. He, I probably just like either slept wrong or I probably just like, Ali probably just like yanked it or did something, right? But my shoulder was feeling better, but my wrist kept hurting. And I was like, what is happening? Of course, I spoke to my parents because um, as my, as like they're older, so they've gone through a lot of medical um, procedures and stuff like that. So I was like, mom, like what's going on? She was like, I think you have carpal tunnel because I remember my mom had it also since she was an office worker for like 25 years. Um, she had carpal tunnel also. So I was like, crap. So I'm like, okay, let me just go to the orthopedist. Let me find out what's going on. He looked, he took one look at me and one look at my wrist. And he said, you definitely have carpal tunnel. Of course he did like, um, he was a really good doctor. So before y'all come at him, (laughs) Of course, he did like the ultrasound on my wrist and everything. He said my nerves are intact, but I have to wear this brace. I have to heat it up. I have to um, put hot water compresses. Oh, I have to get occupational therapy. Child, like it's ridiculous, but it is so painful because sometimes I can like feel my heartbeat in my wrists. Like if you have ever had an injury or you've ever had a sprain or something, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like you can feel it in your wrist, but... So far, I have been taking my time working because, you know, I, it's my right hand too. like, thank you for it being my dominant hand, but it's my right hand. Um, so I can't just like not use it. I still have to operate like I have to operate. I do everything with it except for drive. I drive with my left hand. But, um, yeah, if you, if you drive with your dominant hand, let me know because I can't drive my dominant hand, but whatever. Um, but yeah, like my, my it's so painful, like so, so painful, even just like creating content, like any, anything that has to do with me going on a computer, it hurts so bad, but it doesn't matter because, you know, I'm still doing the podcast, um, and I'm still able to record this, which is great. Thank God for voice note. And listen, um, 
if you guys are wondering if I have all of this fancy podcast equipment, I do not, okay? I'm literally recording this podcast using the Voice Notes app on my iPhone. I upload it into Canva or into this app, actually. This app is called, what is the app called? What is the app called? It's called Hakusai 2. It's a free version of the app. Um, and I put it in there. I just like clip a little things. Like it's the same thing as using like CapCut or something, how you trim a little bit. I take out a little, um, some fluff or something like that. And I add in like my own MP3 like sounds or something. It sounds really technical, but I'm telling you, everything can be done on the phone. And then I just upload it into um, my Google Drive. And then I download it onto either my RSS feed for my podcast or Apple Podcasts. Like it's literally very easy to create a podcast. So, and you know, I'm so, I am a technical genius. I will not like not to toot my own my own horn, but like I am a technical genius. But when it comes to certain things, I don't have the patience for it if it takes too many steps. And this is creating a podcast is just up my alley. So I'm telling you, like. If you're wondering how I think that I am Superman, I mean, Superwoman, sorry. If you think that I am Superwoman and and they're like, oh my God, how does Kathy be able to do all of this? How is she able to like have two podcasts and run a business and work nine to five? Like I make it work, honey. And I make sure that it's the easiest way for me. So if you are thinking about owning a podcast, about speaking on a podcast, about running your own podcast, you're, if you're thinking about it and you're thinking that it's too much work, like message me on content and cafecito podcast instagram and let me know what your thoughts are and i can walk you through it like literally like i won't even charge you for that (laughs) like i will walk you through it because i know that so many people want to do stuff and so many people want to start podcasts and things and they overthink it a lot and i'm telling you all you need is the guidance to do it and i can even like write out the steps for you like i got you let me take a sip now because okay so if you saw by the title, this this episode is going to be juicy because I had asked you guys about your experiences. If you are a coach or a service provider, I asked you about your experiences with clients that or potential clients that wanted you to either provide your service or to coach them for free. And we're even going to include like a discounted price because, you know, that's not exempt. Um, And I asked you guys to submit some to me. Of course, I'm going to keep all of my submissions anonymous. But I knew that I had to like really go into this topic because I do see a pattern. I do see a pattern in the coaching industry. So I'm going to go over it with you because if you are not a coach in the coaching industry, some of these may come as a surprise to you. Some of them may not because, you know, some a lot of our experiences are not unique. But this is the reason why I'm sharing it, because a lot of our experiences are not unique and because I think it's really important to just like remind ourselves and also to put this out there for not only coaches, but for people who are wanting to hire a coach, that there are certain things that you have to remember when you're doing that. So one of my submissions, I'm actually going to read it. Um, I'm not going to say who it's from. Of course, it's anonymous, um, but I'm going to read what it says. So the first one is, I had this girl sending me questions and her meals every day. This person is a health coach and I wouldn't really give any input, just kept the generic and then it kept on. Once I mentioned that my one-on-one input is part of my coaching program, she went silent. Mind you, we had a previous, we had previously had a consultation and she was going to sign up. I'm just glad she respected my boundary. So let's actually get into this, right? So if you are coming across from a coaching perspective, right? If you are on Instagram and you are a person that is a coach that is basically providing a service to your clients that you're paying that the, the, your clients are paying you. Let me start over because clearly I'm scatterbrained. <laughs> so if you are a coach online and you provide a service or a, um, yeah, a service to your clients, right? You have certain programs, whether that is a one-on-one program or a group program or a one-off type of program. And this is the program that you provide to your clients, to people who pay you either one time or pay you monthly for your services. Obviously, there's going to be people, certain people that are attracted to 
your service, attracted to your page, and honestly, ultimately attracted to you because they see something in you that they want you to help them with, right? They see a solution that you offer that they need because that's ultimately what coaching is for. Coaching is for solving a problem that someone has. Usually it's a problem that you had previously that you now have overcome or are at least two to three steps ahead of the average person. So you're able to coach somebody else on how to get through that same problem. So you have that solution. So if you are posting content about what your programs offer, about what your lifestyle is, about all of that, um, somebody is going to be attracted to you. Now, for somebody who was trying to hire a coach, if you are sliding into a coach's DMs asking them like, hey, where did you get this, right? I don't believe in gatekeeping, so I obviously believe like, yeah, share what you share where you got it, especially if it's an outfit, especially if it's food. Ooh, especially if it's food. <laughs> if it's an outfit, if it's food, if it's anything. Yeah, like I, just like I just told y'all, like I will walk you through everything that's needed to host a podcast because I'm not like a podcast coach, but like I know that some people are trying to like do their thing, you know? So if somebody's asking you like, hey, um, and this is obviously at the discretion of the coach, but if someone's asking you like, hey, where did you get this? Like, just tell them. I feel like you could just tell them. Now, if somebody is literally asking you the same questions that they would get answers to if they became a paid client of yours, then that is a boundary that as a coach you have to set, right? And just like um, this um, submission said, she said, once I mentioned that my one-on-one input is part of my coaching program, she went silent because ultimately she didn't want to pay. And granted, there's a lot of reasons why people don't want to pay. I try to give people the, the benefit of the doubt and try to think like, okay, maybe they just don't want to pay because, you know, maybe they're in a situation where they can't pay right now and they thought that they could just get some free input because some people really don't know. But some people, because they're your friends or your family or even because maybe they've been following you for a while, so they think that they have some type of entitlement to a discount or something like that, they just feel like because you're a nice online and because you're a nice personality and because you're a nice person that you will coach them for free. And that's just not happening. Like, you're not going to go to the hair salon and get your hair done and then walk out and not pay. I mean, I hope y'all don't. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing if you have already um, had the service and you have already gotten coached by this person. And, you know, maybe the coaching wasn't what you expected. You're still obligated to pay them, though. Like... This is the reason why, and I can actually go into more detail with this on another episode, but this is the reason why I strongly recommend all coaches to have contracts and all coaches to have some type of legal document in place to protect themselves. Because ultimately, this isn't like YouTube where you can go and find out answers to your questions because for free. Because let's be real, there isn't a question out there that you can't find on YouTube. You absolutely can find any question that you want answers to on YouTube. However, with a coach, you're not going to have, with YouTube as opposed to a coach, YouTube is going to give you a general answer for what you're looking for. So you'll get the answer, but you're not going to get the personalized approach. You're not going to get somebody keeping you accountable and somebody that literally has your experience similar experiences and can give you personalized guidance. YouTube is just going to give you a general answer and the same person or another person actually rather that has the same question as you is going to get the same answer as you. And that's not going to really help you. A coach is somebody that will be able to help you personally. And coaches that are out here really invest a lot in their businesses. I know for me, And we're going to get into my experience last because um, I want to go through these submissions first. But I have invested a lot into my business. As an independent business owner, I have invested a lot, whether that's money or whether that's time. And we all know, listen, it is 2022. We all know that time is money. Okay. So as I invest, and I actually posted this um, on my feed yesterday, the more that I invest into my education and my business, the less I'm going to offer programs for free. Now you can um, always find on my page, my free masterclass, which is evergreen. You can go, go to my highlight and get like my free masterclass. But 
And I sometimes I do have free masterclasses monthly. Sometimes I do have like free assessments. Sometimes I do have certain things like that. Um, but there are the more that I invest in myself and the more that I take out my time, which is very limited, by the way. I already told you at the beginning of this episode, like everything I do, <laughs> and you can see that from my page, but I have very limited time. So the more time that I am going to take and invest in myself, the less I'm going to be offering things for free. And that is just a boundary that I have to set in my business. It just is what it is. Also, when I work with people one-on-one, you know what? Let me just put a pin in that and let me actually go to the next submission that I have. And then I'm going to um, talk about my experience at the end. I did say that already, right? Well, welcome to Scatterbrain Podcast. <laughs> All right. This episode is sponsored by my one-on-one private mentorship program, Passion to Profit. Have you ever had that burning desire to convert your idea into a business, but you didn't know where to start? That's what Passion to Profit is for. Together, we'll work on your business plan, professional website, and your offers and services for your clients. And you know, I'm going to include some social media in there and also content creation to make sure that you get your business out there. You can choose from either my three or six month program and have me as your guide to start the business of your dreams, all while navigating through imposter syndrome and recovering from burnout. And for my podcast listeners, anyone that listens to this podcast and is interested in joining the Passion to Profit program will receive $100 off of admission using the code PASSION. So make sure that you DM me the code PASSION. Let me know that you are a listener of this podcast at Content and Cafecito Podcast. And we'll talk about how we can start the business of your dream. Now let's get back to the episode. So another submission I got is one another one that she's a business coach right so she said it didn't happen long term but i've definitely had people asking coaching questions in the dms when i first started about two years ago at first i didn't know how to handle it and i would respond to their questions but it felt draining and like i was being taken advantage of i would think obviously they see my expertise why wouldn't they just sign up for a service eventually i let them know that it would be a disservice to my paying clients Now I definitely know my boundaries and don't give any paid info for free in the DMs. There's definitely a line. Absolutely. If I could literally sum up my podcast, that would, that would be it. Like if I could sum up the episode, that would be it. So this is crazy because I am considered a newbie in business, right? I started my independent business in January of this year, January, 2022. So she said that she had people asking coaching questions in the DMs when she first started at around two years ago, because sometimes people feel that you are going to be desperate for a client. So you're just going to start coaching people for free when you're starting out. And while I do believe that there are certain things that you should do for free when you are starting your business, I do believe that. I don't believe that coaching is one of them. I do believe that, yes, if you wanted to give um, a free masterclass, if you wanted to do a giveaway, if you wanted to um, do like a freebie for people, if you wanted to do all of that and you feel like aligned with that and it doesn't make you feel like di- like undervalued when you do that, then yeah, I absolutely believe that. And even no matter how long you've been in business, I think you should do that. Absolutely. But I don't think that people especially what she said, she felt like she was being taken advantage of. I do feel that people do that sometimes. And I'm being extremely honest as a coach. I do feel that people do this sometimes, that they will befriend you online and they will think that you're going to coach them for free because you're new in business. And obviously, if you want, if you're asking me a coaching question and just to be completely a thousand percent transparent, right? If you're asking me a coaching question, Obviously, you're asking me that question because you think I have the answer, right? So you see that I am an expert in this field. So why wouldn't you just sign up for a service and not like undervalue the service that I'm giving my paying clients? You know, it's like you saw that and you skipped over it and you were just like, oh, I know she's an expert in whatever, but I'm just asking her anyway. Like, no, (laughs) it does not work like that. It doesn't. And the way that she summed it up was, yes, I let them know it will be a disservice to my paying clients. Listen, if I'm going to the, and I'm going to use the hair salon again, because as women, we like, we love getting our hair done. We love getting our nails done, right? Let's, you know, let's actually use a nail salon um, example. If I go to the nail salon and I get 
um, French with like designs and stuff like that. And let's say my bill is like $120, right? And some girl comes in and she gets the same exact thing as me. Same thing, same length, gel, whatever, right? Let's say she gets the same thing. And I pay $120 and she doesn't have to pay. You know how upset I'm going to be? I don't care if she's friends with the owner. You know how upset I'm going to be? And then that will make me not want to go back to that nail salon. Because that would mean like, okay, like why does she get it for free? And why do I have to pay $120? But not only that, how what does that tell you about that owner? That says that they pick and choose who they want to pay. They pick and choose who they like... Oh, you, are you trying to say that the service that you're giving me is mediocre compared to the service that you're giving her? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's out of integrity to yourself also. Because no, I don't share my prices. Like I don't post the prices in my story. I share my prices with people who inquire. And no, my prices don't change for e- either one of my clients. The only time my prices will change is if a client wants to re-sign with me that has signed before. Obviously, I will offer them a discount because they are a previous client of mine. And sometimes I have masterclasses or programs that I'll offer like um, a bonus at the end for a limited time. I will offer them that to apply to like a future program of mine. And if like there's a Black Friday sale hint, hint that's coming up or something like that, I would do that. But just because you're my friend or just because... um you know me or you've been following me for for a while does not mean that you get a discount at all. Like that's on period. (laughs) Discounts don't pay the bills. And listen, your friends are so eager to support their favorite celebrity and their favorite influencer and pay full price for any collab that they come out with. But when it comes to you that's running a business, they want a discount? Like that don't make no sense. At all. It literally makes no sense at all. And I'm really like actually not annoyed, but I'm kind of frustrated with the fact that people think that that's like, people think that that is like the new wave now. Like if you have something that I want and I have something that you want, we should both give each other a discount. Like, no, no, no. With me, that doesn't work. With other people, that does work. Like a barter system type of thing, that does work. But if I have something that you want, you're paying full price. And if you have something that I want out of integrity to you as a business owner and know that I'm a business owner too, I'm going to pay you full price. Like it just doesn't, the math isn't mathing. Let me go to my, um, my next example before we go to mine. Um, and this one is like a really good example of what I was saying, um, she is a different... So the first example I gave was of a health coach. The second one was a business coach. And the third one, she is a real estate coach, right? So she, they're all in different areas and different fields. And that's the reason why I'm talking about them today. Because it's really important for you to understand that everyone goes through this. You're not alone. Everyone goes through this. And... A lot of the same boundaries are being broken that need to be, that like it needs to be fixed, right? So her example says, I hadn't, I had a client. I worked with her for over a year, and her business was expanding. I helped her to pretty much have her own brokerage and grow her business, where she had free agents working under her. So on my end, I helped her with the marketing, and I was also raising my prices at the same time. So. Before I even raised my prices, she was my client, but she was always late either to like their meetups or their conferences or their phone calls. And there were times where she wouldn't pay on time. So I had to set boundaries and make sure that any client I signed on had auto pay where it automatically takes the money out on a certain day of the month. And they have to let me know a couple of days in advance whether they're going to cancel their contract. They can't just go and cancel or I pretty much can sue them for stop stopping the services that are rendered. I also had to readjust with other clients that I already have. That's been great. Oh, she's basically said that the other clients that she already had, the readjustment has been great to her prices, right? So that girl knows that I no longer work with her because she wasn't willing to pay the higher price. 
So her story continues, but I'm just going to pause for a minute because I have always been um, taught and I've always like ran with this motto basically of life. If you cannot afford something, then you can't have it. Like that's just it. I never like before I was married before like years ago, I was always I was always taught like don't take a loan out don't go on don't get a credit card don't do any of that because that means that you don't have the funds like if you can't directly pay in full for something right now that means that you don't have the funds for it so you shouldn't do it right and that's the same way that I treat my clients if you come on to my one-on-one mentorship which is a high ticket program if you come on to my one-on-one mentorship and you see the contract, you see the amount that is due, you see the amount that is due every month and you agree to it and then you can't pay it, it's a problem. Like you already agreed to this because I don't send clients a contract that they don't agree to. We have a conversation, they agree to a price, I agree, they agree to the prices that I have set rather and if they needed a longer um, payment plan, any type of adjustments that they need I will work that out with them before I send them the contract so that by the time that you're receiving the contract, this was what we agreed on. And that's just on period. Like that's the end of it. So if I am raising my prices and you don't want to pay it, then you are no longer my client. Like that's just the boundaries that you have to set. Because if you honor someone's price, someone saying like, oh, if you raise your prices $200 and somebody's like, oh, I don't want to pay that. I want to pay this. And you take it. That's now breaking a boundary. It's breaking a boundary that you have because they're not going to respect you as a business owner. They're going to think like, okay, well, she's raising her prices and she's doing this, but I'm the exception. And I can just like basically like let her know what I need and she'll do it anyway. Like she'll do it. You don't want to be known as the yes person and a person that has no boundaries if you're a business owner. And on the other hand, you don't want to be known as the person who doesn't pay and the person who doesn't respect small businesses. That's just what it is. So continuing with her story, she said, I was doing content for her and another agent at the time, but she wanted me to do work for all of her entire brokerage, but was not willing to pay higher brokerage money. And so for that reason, instead of just being like, you know what, I'll take it because I need the money. Oh, this is such a good point or whatever. It was more like I respect my talent and my boundary and my skill way too much to let somebody take advantage of me of me like that, because I know that I have other clients who are willing to pay my prices. So I don't need you. I I almost screamed and like ran across the room. <laughs> Literally. It is, and I know as business owners, you can relate to this. It is so hard to make that decision. It is so hard to make the decision of, you know what? Let me take her for this amount of money, even though I have raised my prices because I need the money. Like, oh, that is such, and that's something that I've had to work through in my business too. Like that's something that I literally had to unlearn. And that is a huge boundary that I had to set. Like, let's say my prices were $500 and somebody was like, oh, that's not in my budget. And I'll ask them what their budget is. And they're just like, oh, my budget is only two, like $290. My thing, I what I used to think that I no longer do, but what I used to think is like, dang, like $290 would be really good right now. Like, I need that $290. Let me just take it for $290. Instead of being like, no, I'm sorry, my prices are like, my price is $500 and that's the price. Just let me know what can work for you. Oh, let me know if it works for you. If it doesn't, then we could figure out a way to make that work. Listen, if you are an aligned client of mine, and this is just a PSA, if you are an aligned client of mine, if you are my ideal client, number one, my ideal client is going to pay my ideal prices. That is just on period. And I will repeat it again for those in the back. My ideal client is going to pay my ideal prices. It's going to be a no brainer for them because they're going to know that I am going to be able to help them with any any problem that they have. Any solution that they have in the expertise that I am in, I'm going to be able to help them with that. I know what it's like 
to literally need money. I get it. You know, you've heard my story. I know what it's like to literally need it and want to take what I can get just because I need it. But I am telling you, if you are a coach and you're new in business, or maybe you're not new in business, but you are just trying to shift your boundaries and your mindset, do not just take what you can get. Because I am telling you that is setting your business up for disaster. It is literally setting your business up for disaster. There are so many ways that people have broken my boundaries There's so many ways that I have allowed them to and that I no longer do that. Yes, I am new in business to the point that or to like compared compared to like somebody who is maybe in business for like two years, maybe four years, maybe five years, maybe 10 years. Right. But I am not new to running a business. I worked PR for my mom when she had her independent business. I still run her social media accounts. For my mom's painting business. By the way, it's at um, the Creative Gallery in New York City <laughs> on Instagram. But I'm still like, I run multiple businesses at the same time. Each podcast that I run is a business. I work a nine to five. I run my social media strategist business. Like I run a coaching business. Like I am very experienced with running a business and I still had that struggle with setting a boundary because I know how it feels to be broke but not only broke like I know how it feels to need money I get it but I am telling you if you do not set that boundary then that is going to plummet your business that $290 now, and I don't, I, this is probably going to sound really woo-woo, but you, you're going to get what I'm saying. If you know me, you're going to get what I'm saying. That $290 now that you take and break your boundary is going to be so much less than what you can receive if you don't take it. And I'll explain. If you, if you, if I was speaking to someone, right, and they were just like, oh, I only can afford 290 or 300 I know that your prices are 500 I have two options three actually one of my options is break my boundary and take the 290 right and these are the actual options that I go through on a daily basis when I'm speaking to clients that want to work with me so this is just like a little sneak peek behind the scenes get inside my head get inside my coaching business let's see what's going on so one of the options is I can take the 290, I can break my boundary, and this client will be basically like, you know, they they make it out, right? Like they good. The second option I have is telling them, no, um, my price is 500. And these are not my real prices, it's just like hypothetical. So like my price is 500, I'm very... Um, um, let me know if, and maybe in the future we could work together, if you can make that work. Boom. That's it. Letting them know it's 500 or nothing. Right. Or I can say, you know what? I can split the price for you and we can do a payment plan. So if you have 290 now, that's fine. As long as you agree to paying the remainder on this date. And then our coaching can start. Because there's nothing worse than somebody agreeing to pay you and doesn't. So if you're a coach and you are struggling with setting boundaries, think of all of the options that you can do so that will still be in your boundary. Right? Think of all of the options that you have that you could present to your clients that feel good to you that will still be respecting your boundary. If you want to offer them an extended payment plan, that's perfectly fine if you want to. If you feel like that is still your boundary, then then you can do that. If you want to offer anything, anything in your business that you want to offer that you feel aligned with, you can do that. But I am telling you, any type of discount, any type of like unnecessary discount too. If you start offering discounts, nobody is going, your, your work and your skill and your talent that you have put so much time in is going to be undervalued. It really is going to be undervalued. 
Now, I have had so many experiences, actually, unfortunately, but not really unfortunately because every experience I can learn from, right? But I've had experiences with people that have either been my clients or my potential clients that have either broken a boundary or like just didn't understand my boundaries. And I wanted to get into that really quickly. So I had a client that we, she had signed on for a uh, 90 day program, right? Let me take a sip because I'm talking too much. So I had a client and she signed up for my 90 day program. She agreed to the price, knew that um, every month it was going to be a monthly price. Um, And yeah, and I was coaching her. Everything was going good until the last month, right? Something unexpected happened where she couldn't pay the last monthly payment. And instead of letting me know what was happening instead of like communicating that to me she just basically was like oh I can't pay it and I was asking her like hey like what's going on like can I help with anything I know that unforeseen things happen I know things happen in life okay I'm not a jerk (laughs) I know that things happen in life I get it okay I get it and as a human being first I'm going to make sure that you're okay and I'm going to make sure that everything is good after I make sure of that and everything is good I'm a business owner. So the business hat goes back on and I figure out how can we resolve your debt? Because it's a debt. If you haven't paid somebody, it is a debt. That's just the definition of it, right? So she basically was just like, oh, um, I guess she was stressed out from the experience that she was going through. It wasn't life or death, by the way, just a disclaimer, like just to put little background there so you don't think that I'm really being a jerk. Like it wasn't life or death. It was something that, she had experienced that was um, an unexpected expense. And I told her, I was like, hey, like, I completely understand. Like, I know all about unexpected expenses. Just let me know when you can pay it, right? So I didn't even give her a time frame. And that was my fault. I didn't give her a time frame. I didn't set that boundary. I didn't say like, hey, um, I need it by this amount. Like, your, your thing is, your payment is due by this amount. I didn't say any of that. I basically just told her and left it up to her, like, let me know when you can pay it. And that's probably why I opened the door to the following conversation, which was basically like, um, I rather spend my, <laughs> I can't, I don't even know, <laughs> like the audacity. I rather spend the last, um, I think it was $300 at the time. She's like, I'd rather spend the last $300 on fixing whatever went wrong in her like situation than to waste it on a la- the last month of coaching. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm laughing now because it's funny now, but at the moment I was heated, like my skin was hot. And I was like, you know what, Kathy? And then she kept going and kept saying like, then it started to like, when I, 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 I expressed to her that I did not understand what she was talking about. I was like, what are you talking about wasting it on coaching? Like, I am literally asking you when you're able to pay and you're telling me that you're basically telling me I'm not going to pay. Like, that's literally what she's saying. I'm not going to pay. And she was just like, oh, well, um, I already have taken what you've told me in the first two months and I'm already applying that. So I don't really need a third month. So a few things about this is that, yes, I sent her a contract. And if you don't know this about law, I'm just going to give you a little like legal tip. If you send someone a contract and they don't sign the contract, but they proceed forward with the services that are rendered in the contract, then it is just as good as signed. And that is legal one on one. So you don't have, if I send you a contract for coaching and you don't sign the contract, but we start coaching, the contract is as good as signed. So if I had the time, because I told you I don't have a lot of time. If I had the time and the energy in that moment at that time in my business, I could have taken her to court and I could have, and I would have won and maybe for a little, for more money than what she actually owed. But I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to pick my battles. It was my fault that I didn't set this boundary in the first place. So I'm going to use this as a learning lesson. And I told her, I said, listen, if you want to just pay in installments, if you want to just, if you want an extended payment plan, I'll even give that to you. Like I'll give you an extended payment plan so that you have enough time to get back on your feet. Or you know what? You can just disregard it. I even told her like, you can just disregard it because I was willing to just literally be done. I was like, this shows that she's not my ideal client. This shows that I need to be very more stricter and tighter with my boundaries around payments and all of that, which now I am, which is great. Um, but this, it just showed me a lesson. It showed me like, okay, I need to make sure that people actually sign the contract because then she wanted a copy of the contract and I had to basically let her know the legal, um, the legalities of it. She didn't understand that. Like it was a mess. It was a mess. But you know what? What I learned from it is that I don't do things for free. Like I don't, my time is money, man. I have worked so hard to get where I am. I have worked so hard. I have invested so much time and education in my business so that in one-on-one mentorship, I literally pour all of that education and knowledge onto you. I literally pour all of that onto you. I coach you with a mixture of not only strategy and education, but also mindset. Like I am basically refining you and helping you to shape your business. That's huge. So anybody that is wanting to come into my world and wanting to come into my space, there's no room for you to undervalue what I'm doing. And there's no room for you to undervalue the amount of work that I am putting in. If you're saying $300 just for coaching for a month, like, are you kidding me? Seriously. And I could have held on and been like, you know what? I really need this money. Like, let me just like take what she could get. No, I'm just so sorry to hear that. If you cannot afford something, do not invest into it. You know how many coaches, there's actually two coaches that I follow online right now that I am enrolled in some of their programs. I take advantage of some of the um, of the offers that they have out. And I really want to work with them one-on-one, but I know I cannot afford it. So I'm not going to get into it or even leave a type of deposit if I can't afford the whole thing. That's not fair to me, and that's not fair to that coach. So if you're a person that's trying to hire a coach, these are a lot of things to take into consideration. And there was one more example, and I'm going to bring it back to um, when I talked earlier about you having something that somebody else wants and somebody having something that you want. If me and you are both coaches... And I notice that we are both attracted to the same type of client or attracted to the same type of people. And we're different type of coaches, let's say. But we're attracted to the same type of people when it comes to mentors, right? Let's say we both have the same mentor or we both are enrolled in some of the same programs ourselves because we're trying to invest in our business. Obviously, if you are enrolled in a mastermind, and for those of you who don't know what a mastermind is, a mastermind is basically a program that is high level to the person um, the coach or mentor that is running the mastermind and is basically for you to scale your business, right? Is um, to get that high level mentorship that is like really a step below their one-on-one, but it's to get the high level mentorship so that you can really get those um, really close proximity uh, mindset shifts is basically to grow yourself as an, as an individual and to basically get that um like that really real life um, high ticket type of um, advice and expertise, right? It's basically for somebody to literally have their eyes on your business. It's usually not a lot of people in the mastermind because um, the coach needs to be able to mentor all of those people. And you are surrounded by such an incredible amount of women that have like the same type of mindset that you're in, have the same type of... um, Speak the same language, right? Like you're basically in a room where you feel like you're about to learn so much from so many different people because you learn from other people in a mastermind too, right? It's like being part of a club, how you go in there and you know that all of you have this in common, but you're about to learn some tips from other people and learn some like different um, ways of doing business from other people. Like it's really informative, a mastermind, which is really cool. 
Um, and I'm thinking about doing one for um, January. So stay tuned. But if me and you are both coaches, we're different coaches. Like let's say you are a health coach and I am the business coach, right? But we both are investing in a certain mentor in a mastermind for our business. Granted, when we both get into that mastermind, we're going to talk to each other. We're going to collaborate with each other. We're going to celebrate with each other. We're going to give each other type of advice that we have. But that is in no way transferable into one-on-one mentorship. So I'm saying that because I did have a potential client that was interested in my three-month program. And I was like, wow, this is great. Like, So I followed up with her and I was like, hey, she had been following me um, she had been following me um, for not that long, but she's been following me long enough to know like what I offer. And she wanted some help in terms of like her content or anything like that. We really didn't get like that deep into it, but she she wanted to work with me in the way that she already knew by following me that she wanted me as her mentor. Like that's just basically what it was. And I noticed that we were involved in some of the same things. Um... And she was very interested in my mentorship. So when I had followed up with her, like, hey, did you have any questions before we moved forward? She basically was like, oh, um, I would rather you. (laughs) I would rather you. Enroll in a mastermind and me roll in the same mastermind so that we can exchange our talents instead of hiring you as my mentor. Which is quote unquote for. I want to be coached for free. That's basically what you're saying. Because if I'm in a group with another person, I'm not mentoring that person. We are both getting mentored by the same person. I am not giving you free coaching when we're in a mastermind. That's not even the type of container for that. Like it's not even the type of space for that. So that doesn't even make any sense. So I told her, I was like, what? When she first said it, I was like, what does she mean? And then I really had to sit and think about it. And I was like, Oh, okay. So basically she wants to coach, wants me to coach her for free. And I'm telling her, I'm like, I don't, when we're in a mastermind, we are collaborating on certain topics that does not, um, equal coaching because my one-on-one mentorship is very personalized to the person so they can get personalized guidance and strategies for their specific business. So I don't know what she expected out of me, but that was just not happening. (laughs) And I'm just sharing this with you guys because I want you to realize that us coaches, we be going through it and not even coaches that have been like 20 years in business. Like, yes, they went through it also. But just to talk to those coaches that are new in business for a minute, I know that we go through it. I get it. And there are going to be some times where you look back and you're just like, damn, why did I do that? Why did I accept this price? Why did I accept this from this person? And it's okay. It's okay. Like it is okay. Because now when you're in that present moment, you have the opportunity to change. You have the opportunity to really look into and research systems that are going to help you keep those boundaries. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with researching things that are going to make your life easier And help you keep those boundaries, help you put your things on auto pay, help you to write and draft contracts, help you to do all of that to protect yourself. Because ain't nothing like somebody that doesn't protect your boundaries and you feeling like a failure as a coach. It doesn't mean that you are, but I know how it feels to think that. So this is like my little love letter to you coaches to let you know that it's okay to set boundaries. It's okay to raise your prices. And if you haven't had a client yet because you raised your prices, that does not mean that you have to lower them. It doesn't mean you have to start giving things out for free. And it doesn't mean that you have to um, give discounts. And for those of you who want to hire a coach, if you really want to hire someone and, and get that one-on-one personalized guidance, from somebody who has been in your shoes that can really give you that personalized help to solve that problem that you've been wanting to solve for so long and you know you don't want to do it alone, 
then invest in that coach and pay them what they're worth. Pay them their prices that they're telling you. And listen, if you can't invest in one-on-one mentorship, that's fine. Ask the coach if they have other programs that you can invest in until you can get there. Listen, there is nothing more that I love than people who message me saying like, Kathy, I really want to work to get there to your one-on-one mentorship, but I can't right now, but I am coming to you. I promise I'm coming to you. And they just enroll in other things that I have going on. I have masterclasses going on. I have group programs going on. I have free masterclasses that I give. Like they want to be part of my world so bad that they want to make sure that they are absorbing everything that I'm offering. And that is an ideal client. Not somebody who's going to undervalue you and make you feel that you have to change your prices or change your boundary or change your type of business to fit around them. That's not how it works. H&M and Kmart. Why did I say Kmart? (laughs) The minute it came out, I was like, what? H&M, Louis Vuitton, Chanel, they don't change their prices based on the customer that comes in the door. And we're not talking about celebrities, so leave them out of it. But they don't change their prices based on who comes in the door. Their price is their price. And if you cannot afford it, then don't go in the store. Try going into Chanel and asking for a discount. You let me know how that works for you. (laughs) I am so glad that I was able, I know this was a long one, but I'm so glad that I was able to vent on that today because I do feel that especially going into this um, last quarter of the year, a lot of coaches are preparing for quarter four. A lot of us are preparing to create new offers and the holidays are coming. So a lot of us are doing like Black Friday sales or end of the year sales. And while that is great, it's important to still keep your boundaries, still make sure that whatever you're doing in your business, you align with and that you don't allow other people to dictate what you do in your your business. And also, if you're somebody who's looking for a coach, now is the best time to start. I definitely have room for one-on-one mentorship. So you can always DM me at either Content and Cafecito Podcast or you can DM me at It's Me, Kathy K. And let me know what you're looking for in business and I'll be there to support you. But I would love to hear your experiences. I would love to hear your feedback on this episode because I give you all a lot of tea, okay? Um, and thank you to everybody who submitted their submissions. I definitely kept you anonymous, so you're welcome. But until next time, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week, an amazing weekend, and stay safe and I'll see you on next week's episode.